You're listening to the Matters Podcast hosted by Jumpstart. We're on a mission to help South African entrepreneurs take the next step. And we hope that this podcast will allow you to do just that. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Matters Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm really excited about the conversation we're about to jump into. Uh, today, we are chatting to Taryn Peterson, and she'll share a little bit more about who she is and kind of what she does. But I'll start with this, is that she's actually, you know, one of us. She's part of the Jumpstart team. Um, so I'm really excited. Taryn, thanks so much for joining us. It's a pleasure to be here. Awesome. Let's jump into it. Taryn, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about who you are, what you do, what you're passionate about? Cool. So I'm Taryn Peterson. Um, I'm married. I'm 26 years old. Um, as you heard, I'm part of Team Jumpstart. So I'm, I'm very much behind the scenes. So you may or may not have seen me before. Um, I'm a project manager by day, my nine to five. And then in my spare time, I work with Jumpstart, which is a really cool thing to be part of. And then I'm also quite passionate about content creation, so um, mainly in fashion and gaming at the moment. Uh, so that's what I also like to just put some time into as well. Awesome. Thanks so much uh, for, for sharing and, and kicking us off. You mentioned fashion and gaming. Before we kind of jump into the content creation side of it, where did the, the passion for, for fashion and, and for gaming, where did those two, two passions stem from? So that's an interesting one because I don't remember it actually stemming from anything besides just enjoying it in mm-hmm. general. So for fashion, um, I think I've always just loved dressing up. But um, a part of that is that my style's quite evolved over the years. So it started out where I like to dress up, you know, um, maybe, maybe it'd be a bit fancy. But now my style is quite evolved into something a bit more casual, I would mm. say. Um, and so I just really enjoying fashion, um, looking at what the latest trends are, dressing up. And that didn't really stem from anything specific. Um, and I think it's quite similar with gaming. Yeah. We, I just grew up playing a lot of games. You know, I started with a TV console, playing the Mario Brothers, yeah. <laughs> um, playing board games with the family. And now I'm at the place where I'm playing PC games. I have a whole PC setup, you know. Um, I'm a Twitch streamer as well. Um, Before you carry on, what is Twitch? Because, (laughs) (laughs) you know, you got to debunk the the jargon for us, for us (laughs) non-gamers. So Twitch is actually just a streaming platform. I think I stand corrected because I've just come into the Twitching world, but I think it's predominantly gaming. So a lot of streamers who stream the actual gameplay, Mm -hmm. um, but then there's also a lot of streamers doing a bunch of other things. So they literally stream, like if you watch a YouTube video, it's that, but live. Okay. Um, So they can stream any topic on on Twitch as well. So it's not specifically for gaming it's yeah, kind so of it's you could just... if you wanted to host a class online you could use twitch to like i'm sure you could use stream. twitch for that as well okay yeah. neat I, I i like what you said about you actually just started enjoying you enjoyed fashion and you started enjoying gaming um and and out of that kind of came the came the content creation side of things because i think we need to be really aware about the things that we enjoy doing uh, i think you know everybody's kind of searching for uh, what's my purpose what is my like big passion in life and i think a, a helpful starting place is to be curious about the things that you um that you enjoy enjoy doing uh, so i thought that was quite a quite a cool point that you made uh, but but speaking about content creation what kind of got you started kind of on the journey to it what makes you like really passionate about creating content uh 
Because I, I will say that Taryn is exceptionally consistent at everything that she does. <laughs> um, I think that's just a marker of like who Taryn is. When you see Taryn, you like see consistency and always like steady. Um, but how do you kind of, wh- why are you passionate to like stay consistent with your, your content creation and, and to keep creating? Um, so I think the main goal is to stay consistent and eventually grow a bit more mm-hmm. in my content creation. So that's the main goal. But I think what keeps me consistent is just that I enjoy the things that I'm posting. Um, I think I see a lot of times people start to not enjoy what they're posting mm-hmm. or it's not something they're passionate about and then they get tired of it or it feels like it's more of a burden to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think if it's something you enjoy, it's some, you're posting about your passions and it's not really becoming this much of a burden, then I think it's easier to stay consistent. So mm. because I post about things like fashion and gaming, which are things that I just enjoy on a daily basis, mm-hmm. it's a lot easier. So I'll like get dressed up to go somewhere and then I'll make sure that I create some content based off of that or I'll play some games and I'll make sure that I um, create some content based off of that and that allows me to stay consistent because Mm. I can make sure I'm doing it all the time but it's not a burden because it's something that I'm I I really enjoy Um, and so I think it's just staying in that place where you're still enjoying what you're doing so you can be consistent about it yeah 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 yeah. no that's uh that's good thanks thanks for sharing that what role do you see content creation like playing in the in the digital space over the the next five years i think that over let's say the last five years but it could be longer um it could be shorter but recently i think social media has already grown so much Mm -hmm. um you know, digital marketing, influencer marketing, that sort of thing. And so I think it's just going to continue to go on, to, on this trend um, going forward in the next five years or even more. Um, because I think what brands and companies are especially seeing is that they don't need to now pay so much money for, just for an example, for a whole campaign or for an agency to do that work when they can just get influencers or content creators mm-hmm. to do that work for them. And then what they're getting out of it is quality content but they're also getting the reach that each of those people have on social media on their platforms and so I think it's just going to continue to grow because companies are paying less they're getting more eyes on their brand um and so they're seeing that opportunity and they're taking it um with with both hands at the moment yeah 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 yeah. and then from you know your content the content that you kind of are producing what is the the aim of it you know content can perform particular like roles so like content can be to entertain it can be to educate it can be to inform it can be to engage like what role do you see like your content doing like what do you hope that your content will achieve in like the hearts minds and lives of the people who engage with you uh i think on the fashion side of things um what i've always tried to do is share affordability um Mm. and obviously style as well so I, w- I don't normally gravitate towards like name brands and higher end brands mm. that cost a lot. It's usually on the cheaper side of things. So maybe um, sharing where people can actually find style that mm. is a bit cheaper. Um, sharing sometimes local brands as well, things like that. Yeah. And then on the gaming side of things, I think it's mostly entertainment, you know, engaging community. Because I think that's kind of big in the gaming world is community. Um, okay entertainment so people engaging with things that they enjoy seeing um so i think that's the main aim from my gaming content again is just the entertainment and the engagement on that side mm. why did you choose um how do you choose that like avenue particularly for your fashion 
uh, for your fashion content? Like, why have you chosen to kind of create content around uh, affordability and kind of showcasing what people can achieve within a, you know, kind of with a smaller budget or within whatever their budget is? Yeah, to be honest, I think it's just because I didn't have a lot of money for mm. a lot of the time when I started posting the fashion content. Yeah. I didn't have a lot of money to get a lot of clothes. And so it was like, where can I get stuff that are kind of trendy or are fashionable yeah. at a good price? And then starting to share that with others as mm. well so that they can see that there is um, other options for them. You don't mm. do like break the bank all the time if yeah. you can't. Yeah. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, I love that. Thanks, thanks for sharing that. Uh, so... Fashion and gaming don't necessarily sit, uh, you know, in two worlds that often uh, that often collide. But what I found really interesting about your your journey in the kind of content creation space is that you've recently included like gaming kind of under your you know your one brand. Uh, how how are you navigating bringing those kind of very two worlds two different worlds together? I mean, are they? Would you say that they they are two very different worlds? Uh, have you seen kind of similarities between those two worlds? What are what are the differences? But I guess the question is, how are you navigating bringing those two worlds together under one brand? So it's interesting one because I I think they are very different. Yeah. They are very two very different worlds. Um, and so I'm still navigating how to bring them together in the best way. But what I can say is that overall, I think my style um, is based on my personality as well. And so that kind of goes across both the fashion side and the gaming side. Like you, you if someone has been watching me for years, they would have seen mm-hmm. my style evolved into even more of a casual style. Like I wear sneakers all the time. Or maybe I've been doing that all my life. <laughs> um, and so I think my style kind of goes across both where gaming is quite a chilled thing to do. And so... My style kind of speaks to that. But I think bringing them both together would be um, in a sense of like if a gaming brand has merch, for example, Mm. you know, wearing that type of clothing, um, what kind of style do I even wear when I play games? Because honestly, I'm not thinking about fashion when I'm playing games. I'm just like in a sweatpants (laughs) or something. Um, So I think that is where the two would come together. Um, And I think it's just all about my my current style and my personality. It already does lend itself to that. Yeah. Um, but otherwise I'm still navigating that space as well. So it's still trying to figure out what the best way is to bring those two together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I find really interesting or, or I'm, I'm noticing, I should probably say, is that uh, uh, in the world of, you, you see like different brands actually coming to, coming together. So they don't necessarily produce the same like goods or, you know, provide the same services, but we're seeing this like cross, uh, you know, like cross brand kind of alignment coming together. Uh, if, if we look at these, like these concept stores, we're now finding like a, um, a Seattle with a, a root bar in the creamery, um, you know, uh, kind of all occupying the same space and they're setting up these these different concept stores. Uh, um, I think it's we're seeing like Vida and Faithful to Nature also, you know, crossing paths. Uh, and I just think it's it's so it's so interesting to see how kind of things that you know, they kind of fall in very different like brackets, but we're seeing these like brands who agree on a on like a value level. We're seeing them, um, we're seeing them align and interact with each other. And I think it's really enhancing the, you know, just the overall like customer experience yeah. of of engaging with with all of those brands. And um, I think brands are you know, on a trajectory to become a lot more like customer cent- customer centric, you know, yeah. placing user experience um, at, you know, at the, at the center. Um, but speaking of user experience, now that kind of that word popped up, what has gaming taught you about user experience? I think just that 
a lot of gaming brands, I think, in the past, they haven't been that much focused on customers, or at least from a social media perspective, mm-hmm. they haven't been that much focused on customers and like, what do you have to say? What are you currently doing? Um, it's mostly been like pushing my product. So just everything is about the product. But I think a lot now they are including content creators or they are including people in what they are showcasing on social mm-hmm, media. Mm-hmm. So they are including people's like what they, their thoughts, their opinions, their yeah. reviews. Um, so it's a lot more um, customer focused. And I think from a user experience perspective, that's really been helpful for customers because now you're seeing a real time opinion, a real time mm-hmm. review. Um, it's not just a brand pushing their product and you can't really see what others have to say about it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're talking about user experience on like their websites and things like that, I think um, that's always been quite key, I think, for gaming or mm-hmm. in the gaming world. Just because when you're looking for certain products or certain um, components or, you know, um, hardware, whatever you might call it. When you're looking for that, you need to have a good experience to be able to find what you're yeah. looking for. You can't have this like broken down website or um, you can't have this no customer service or anything like that when you're working with such expensive products yeah. like a computer build or something like that. Um, and so I think that is a very important part of uh, the gaming world, mm. I would say. Mm. I do think that gaming uh, can actually teach us quite a bit about user experience because I think it's almost like one of the the few I, I think like spheres or you know things that started in an online world so a lot of product and service started in a physical world and now they need to learn how to be in an online world and and engage with people kind of in a way that's brand aligned for them but gaming started only in an online in an online world particularly speaking about like your your PC and I'm not a gaming expert by a long shot so you know correct me and jump in if I'm like incorrect but you know your your, your computer gaming or your like I don't know console gaming those were online virtual worlds um, and I think that there's a lot that we can learn about um, we can learn particularly for the for those brands that are trying to you know create strong online presence create strong user journeys uh, convenient uh, you know human centered user journeys in the in the online world particularly if they started out in the in the physical world um, so I think that that's very very interesting and also the move to like gamify like we're seeing all the you know these new apps coming out. Uh, um, you know, McDonald's a while ago, they've, you know, they've launched their app and, uh, I love a McDonald's, the, the deals on the McDonald's app get me every time, <laughs> my poor health. Um, but what's interesting is that they actually, the, how they like included gamification into the, into the app. Um, they, they had this thing called Whack-A-Mac and yeah. you would like, you know, I thought it was so cool. Whack-A-Mac and you could win a McDonald's burger, uh, you know, if you whacked enough Macs, uh, in a day, but it's really interesting to see how gamification is even, you know, stepping in and, and is going to become a very key component to um, our brands build in the online world and merge their online and offline presence. Um, so very, just you now very interested to see how the, the gaming world is going to start informing that a little bit more strongly. I think that also what they do really well in the online space, at least they, there's a lot of like competitions mm. and like, and it's a lot of it is virtual we they come together online and you kind of compete against one another and that, that's like big events that you have to kind of set up mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's probably something that the gaming world also does really well yeah maybe not particularly in South Africa I think it's it's been quite small for the longest time in South Africa specifically 
um, more internationally it's been quite big and so it's becoming much bigger in South Africa but it's interesting how you said like a lot of brands are struggling to or they're gonna have to now move on to the, into the online space because now the gaming world they're also moving into the let's call it the offline space mm-hmm. the real world where they're That's actually doing competitions and events in person which they have been doing for yeah. a long time but um, it's quite interesting to see how that comes together in the real world, you know, yeah. doing real life live events and things like that. Yeah, that is very, very interesting. Thanks for sharing that. You said by, by day you are a project manager. Uh, unpack that. What is a project manager? What, what do you kind of do? But what skills have you learned through being a project manager? Uh, so being a project manager differs from industry to industry, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, you project manage so you you have a project you manage it from inception to completion so from start to finish um making sure that everything gets done within a certain time within a certain budget Mm -hmm. within a certain scope as best as possible and just managing the different parts that goes with that um and so i think the various skills that i've um, learned through project management is you know that whole project management thing on its own is a skill Mm -hmm. and then Things, softer skills like time management, um, people management, relationship management, um, stakeholder management. You know, there's just a a whole lot of different spheres that fall into one. Um, And so I think those are the main skills that I've learned through project management. I think a big part is just working with various teams Mm. and kind of keeping everything together, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And what do, what do you think are maybe like three ways entrepreneurs could benefit from the skills that you've learned in your role as a project manager? Yeah, I think because a lot of them are quite soft skills, I think they can benefit a lot from those skills. And it's not necessarily a skill that only a project manager has. Yeah. Um, it's, it could be quite easy to, to gain. Um, and so I think things like, like I mentioned, the overall project management skill is quite a big one because I think you can kind of approach a lot of things as a project, right? So... Mm-hmm. Um, for example, maybe going you're going away at the end of the year. You can manage that as, literally as a project. And you yeah. could say like, this is the budget I need. These are all the people that's going to come. Mm-hmm. What do I need to make this a success? So yeah. I need to book. I need to have a budget in place. Um, I need to arrange transport. I need to plan my mm-hmm. meal plan for the week, you know. Yeah. Um, and so if you manage that as a project, you put all these steps into place to make sure mm-hmm. that you are well prepared for mm-hmm. that getaway at the end of the year um and so i think if that's a skill that you have as an entrepreneur whatever project you're going into um next you kind of take that approach from the get-go and you are less likely to um, find gaps uh going into that project Mm. so let's say you're not someone who thinks about budget you're less likely to go into a project and say like oh my word i actually don't have enough money to finish this project um i'm gonna have to come back to this at a later time Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because you've already thought about all the steps and so i think that's a big one i think time management is also a big one just because if you are an entrepreneur you're probably doing a lot of things at once trying to get um, things off the ground you know trying to get your business or your brand off the ground and so i think being able to juggle a lot of things is something you're going to come into um come into and being able to manage your time, being able to manage your tasks as best as possible is going to be very important. So learning mm. how to, whether it's working with a checklist or, you know, um, working with a calendar, whatever you need to do to manage your time. I think a big thing that I've learned is knowing your urgent versus important. So yeah. if you have a list of 20 things to do every day, 
what can you do um what is urgent and what's important so what do you have to absolutely do by the end of the yeah. day and what can wait till tomorrow even mm-hmm. though it's urgent mm-hmm. um because that's ultimately can help with your mental health with your stress levels um just to be able to not reach that burnout phase and yeah. so i think that's very important it's just understanding how to best manage your time because everyone does it so differently mm-hmm. um and then Something that I do often is just work with a lot of people um, yeah. every single day. And so I've over that time, I've just learned how do you approach different personalities, different people, different groups, different teams, and for different reasons. Mm-hmm. And so if entrepreneurs, they, they're going into a space where they're going to have to deal with a lot of stakeholders because I need finances or I need help with my marketing. So now I need to reach out to different stakeholders. Yeah. That's also a good skill to have is knowing how to work with different people because yeah. then you know okay, I'm going to meet with a finance person. Um, what are they um, interested in knowing from me? How do I approach the situation? So just knowing how to work with different people and different personalities is also um, quite an important one. Mm. Mm. Yo, I thought that was so good, Taryn. I love what you said about knowing the difference between uh, what is it important and urgent. Yeah. Or, and I think, yeah, I, I think that's such a helpful skill because almost like everything needs it feels sometimes feels like everything needs to be done like within the hour within like one hour but being able to like lead yourself well enough to know that okay x y and z absolutely have to you know come hello i water need to be done by the end of the day you know and the other ones are more like flexible deadlines that i can move you know move around and i think that's really a skill that you grow like you grow into and kind of become become better at but um, I think that was a really helpful um, a really helpful you know point and, and something that entrepreneurs can really just you know learn learn from but in your time with with Jumpstart and and engaging with different entrepreneurs what challenges have you seen them face uh, both on the content creation side and on the project management side seemingly two very different <laughs> um you know seemingly two very different kind of sides uh, but i think there's a bit more of a link there than we than we think but what do you think about that it's literally similar to my previous answers where um i think project management is a big one just because entrepreneurs don't approach them with a project in mind so like i said earlier they go into it and then they realize um, they maybe don't have the finances to continue with what they are planning for. Um, and so I think that's a big one. And then also the time management that I mentioned, just being able to prioritize and know what they need to get to so that they are able to achieve what they need to each day. Um, and I think a big one that's, that goes across both the project management side and the content creation side is the um, consistency. Mm. Because I think if entrepreneurs need to put themselves out there, especially on the platform, so like on Instagram or LinkedIn or wherever they are, um, and get their brand out there as well, you need to be consistent. You can't have one post today and another post next week and then in two weeks time you kind of need to have a regular schedule or some consistency so that people are constantly seeing what your brand's about what you have to offer them and they don't kind of lose Mm. sight of of what your brand is and so I think consistency is a big one that I see across both the project management slash Mm -hmm. um, content creation side of things Mm. that's awesome I, I definitely agree with what you said just around consistency in particularly like content creation and having like a we should say like 
online presence or social presence uh, i think you kind of see like a lot of like stop starts stop yeah. starts um and and i think that you you almost like lose the lose the momentum that you gain in your start and then you actually like break some type of like trust with your audience yeah. when they you go like radio silent for a month and then you're like okay we're back you know like next quote next you and know they the like real. oh who are you again who are you again <laughs> and then the education process needs to start again and the people that you've kind of you once brought on who started following you they kind of forgotten why they followed you um and you can you maybe didn't like live up to the expectation that you you know the precedent that you set when they started following you so i guess yes that consistent um that consistency in keeping your audience engaged and informed particularly if you're wanting to create a community about the things that you are passionate about yeah. uh community like centers in in people and centers in engagement with those people uh, and i think being able to approach that with those skills that you shared about project management uh, changes the way you, you look up, look at it it's not like oh something i do just because i, I feel like doing it and i think we you know we're all a little bit guilty a little bit guilty of of not you know staying consistent um staying consistent in that in that field um but i think those these insights that you've shared really can help us understand why it's important and and these are some tools that we can use to to be consistent not only in our you know the content creation space but you know anything that we actually are wanting to see um to see move forward uh so karen um, yeah one more thing to add if i think i can just add to that a last point i would think just overall planning is very important mm. um a quote that i love to <laughs> mention to every person i meet this is probably the only quote that i i know it is if you fail to plan you plan to fail mm -hmm. and so i think if you don't have a plan in place um whether it's content creation or just anything in yeah. your entrepreneurial journey um, I think if you don't have a plan in place, you don't really know where you are going. Yeah. Um, and so just for example, if you, it's content creation. If you have a plan for the next two weeks, you're most likely going to stick to that yeah. and be consistent. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you don't, then you're going day by day and you're like, oh, what do I actually share with my viewers or yeah. my customers tomorrow? Yeah. And you're most likely going to skip that day. Yeah. So the same goes if you have an, a project that you need to do or you're going into a new sphere with your entrepreneurial journey. Um, if you don't have a plan, you don't know where you're going. So mm -hmm. I think just planning is key um, before you step into anything. Yeah, and I think also planning, uh, planning in the sense of knowing pe knowing the points at which you want to like take people with you on your like on your journey, particularly in like a content creation for like social media, like planning to document. Um, what my day is looking like so you might not have planned those con the content beforehand but you you know you purpose yourself okay today I'm going to document what I'm doing or I'm going to document how I you know go about offering my service or putting my product together but I think it's that mindset shift to like I'm going to purpose myself to do x x y and z yeah yeah uh Taryn where can can people find you where can they follow follow your journey if they want to um so firstly you can follow jumpstart because I'm, <laughs> I'm on that team as well um, you can also follow me on Styled by Taryn. That's my Instagram and my TikTok and also my YouTube channel, All Styled by Taryn. Um, my gamer handle for Twitch is T-A-Y-Y um, underscore Z-A. Um, so you can find me there as well. Awesome. Thanks so much, Taryn. Thanks so much for, you know, just everything you've shared. Um, yeah, listeners, we hope you found this useful. And you can actually meet Taryn at our next networking event. Uh, so check out when, when the date is for that. Uh, but other than that, thanks so much, Taryn. And we'll have you guys in the next podcast. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Mattis podcast hosted by Jumpstart. 
Stay connected to us by following us on social media. Join us at our next networking event or find out more on our website www.jamstartessay.co.za.